Good morning, good morning, good morning. Happy Wednesday, W-I-N-S-D-A-Y. You guys know my saying, nothing but wins. Obviously, Wednesdays are days I try to be more intentional about my wins as most people look at the week and look at Wednesday as uh, as hump day. I think when you look at the, the week or the day of Wednesday as hump day, it's the middle of the week, you've been climbing this hill, now it's on the downslope. So a lot of people start to get into coast mode or even looking at Wednesday because it's the middle of the week. The attitude is less than ideal. And that's something that I think when you can change your mindset or your attitude towards whatever it is you're doing, um, especially if it's for a positive, in a positive direction, you're going to net a better result. So that's something I, I would say since 2012, 2013, uh, as I was in my, my struggles, I'll say, really tried to adjust my mindset and just decide that, <clears throat> one, I'm going to try to be more positive than most people. Two, I'm going to outwork people. And three... You know, it is no longer just about the effort, like effort's a given. Um, it's also about result or the result. And when I say result, it's not just like the end result of, okay, I accomplished this goal or I accomplished that goal. It's really a process of becoming a better person. And for me, when I think about end result, it's more around like, who am I actually becoming? And I mean, people have been around me since since I was younger. I mean, they've seen me progress. They've seen me evolve. They've seen me go through my bad times. They've seen me be in trouble. Um, they've seen me really change a lot of my behaviors. Now, don't get me wrong. <laughs> There's a lot in there that still needs unpacked and fixed. Uh, but that's something that I'm working on. And I think that's that's something that all of us should strive towards. How do you change your mindset? How do you change your behavior? How do you identify poor behaviors uh, that you're able to fix or start working towards so it can put you in a better direction? And basically change the trajectory of your life. But today's topic is not necessarily about my life. Uh, It's more so uh, just about commitment. And as we think about commitment, one of the hardest parts of commitment tends to be, well, there's a few parts uh, that tend to be more challenging for people. And it doesn't matter if you're talking about in work or at work, uh, relationships, meaning like your your spouse, your partner, uh, family relationships, I mean, sports faith, fitness, you, you, you pick the relationship. It's, it's relevant to all. Um, and it's commitment. Like what's challenging about commitment. And I think there's a few things that really hinder people or prevent people from being able to commit to things. And a lot of that, again, it's in your head. It's, it's the mindset. Can you adjust your mindset to change how you look at things and how you think other people are viewing you? What's that saying? If you knew how little people thought of you or how yeah, how little people thought of you, you'd care less about it or you care less about their opinions, it's real. And as you start thinking about commitment and why it's challenging, there's a couple different pieces to it. I think one, the fear of failure. And like I said, that can be, and I'll get more detailed and more granular here in a minute, your relationships you have with your significant other or family members or friends, uh, your, your work relationships. Uh, and even your, your ability to commit to things, that fear of failure is a, plays a big piece of it. Now, whether you want to acknowledge it right now or not, or you want to wait until after you listen, it's, it's fair. Go ahead. Uh, but that fear of failure to vulnerability. People don't want to get vulnerable. When you get vulnerable, there's an opportunity or a chance that you're going to get hurt. And no one likes being hurt. And I think the third piece 
and it kind of goes with the vulnerability is uh, public opinion. What I mean by that is I hear so often, I hear it at work a lot. I don't care what they say. I don't care. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Everything you're saying, doing, acting on is based on what someone else is going to say about your performance or work. So let's stop saying I don't care. Let's start saying their opinion's not going to dictate my behavior and my actions, but I still want to do a good job. How about that? But make sure you define what good is and make sure it aligns with what your, your values are. But as you think about the relationship piece, and I can only speak for myself, my friends and family, and this is not all friends and family. This is just people that I've interacted with, people I grew up with. And even now, like I don't hang out with my boys, my quote unquote boys, like I used to. Like as you grow, you start to outgrow some of your friends and some of your family members. But it doesn't mean like you completely disregard them. But just the fact that we are growing so differently I can't spend that as much time. I don't want to spend as much time. Our, our interests aren't the same. Like some of the interests that my friends have, I had 10 years ago. And I know like those interests don't lead to positive things. It's, it really, it's really a setback in a lot of the other things you're trying to do in life or hopefully you're trying to do in life. So as you start thinking about those relationships in the, or I start thinking about those relationships and like the vulnerabilities and people's inability to commit it. Like I said a minute ago, it's, it's based on not wanting to get hurt. And then also the public opinion. And of course, the feel of the fear of failure. And what I mean by those three things is one, take a, take a dating relationship or a significant other. Whether you, or when you fully commit, you're vulnerable because when you fully commit, it's not just you're committed in private. It's it's your committed in public, too. And many times with my friends and people I grew up with, you were committed in, in private. But publicly. You didn't act like it. You know, you were apathetic. You were just open. And the one thing that I noticed from my own relationships is when you live in that space. Your relationship doesn't grow and you'll see a commonality with both work, faith, fitness as I talk through this. Because as one person fully commits, they start to grow quicker or they're growing towards what should be, I don't want to say an end result, but we talked about the person that you're becoming. Your person starts to evolve. You start to change. You start to value different things. That person's going to evolve towards a more positive relationship quicker. And I'm not saying speed is the goal here. You know, I don't want to move fast. What did Rick Ross say? I don't want to move fast. I want to move correctly. That's what it should be. But when you start thinking about those relationships, if you're not ready to fully commit, you shouldn't really be in those relationships. And obviously, communication plays a big part of that. But the fear of failure and public opinion, as I was talking about in this, is when someone cheats. And that's not just men. It's, <laughs> I've seen women do it just as much as men. And I think this that feeling of embarrassment. Those are things that people want to avoid. And as that happens to you so many times, you start to lose trust in people. So you think it's not possible. So I think that's something that as from a relationship perspective, and clearly I'm not the <laughs> I'm not the relationship whisperer, but I've lived through quite a few. Um, and I think it's it's a choice. Like you've got to decide if you really want to if you're looking big picture and many people don't look big picture they're looking at today. They're looking at what's in it for me right now. Uh, there's got to be some vulnerability and there's got to be some risk there. You've got to be willing to say, OK, I'm going to commit to this for what the big picture holds for me. And many times I got people call me, man, this happened to ha Yeah, bro, you, you were doing the same thing. She just got caught, you didn't. 
So it's important that as you think about that commitment, especially within a relationship, communicate, be open, understand that that comes with some vulnerability. Understand that's going to come with some of that uncomfortable feelings because it's new to you. Anything new is going to be uncomfortable. You're not going to be great at it, but that's why you continue to work through it and you make good decisions. And as you think about like what should be that rule of thumb, don't do anything in your relationship you don't want other people doing to you, right? Right. But let's let's get into my 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 spectrum, my space work. You know, and I'm I'm guilty of this. I, I put way too much uh, emphasis on work, and I I allow work to dictate too much, or I was allowing. I mean, I still do work to dictate too much of my attitude. And that's something that when you start thinking about commitment, I always laugh because I commit like I go all in. I, I don't get along with people that don't want to be. I'm not saying they don't want to be great, but they're not willing to push themselves. They're not willing to be coachable. They're not willing to, you know, take the advice that someone's giving and apply it. They're not willing to do some professional development. They're not willing to do some research. They're not willing to develop themselves outside of work. So I tend to struggle with those people because I feel like you haven't fully committed. And that's why, like, I so, 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 so much relate to commit, uh, commit, relate to feel when I hear the statements, whether it be Kobe Bryant talking about him not getting along with people that won't uh, push themselves or Nick Saban saying, you know, greats don't get along with average. And there's a reason for that. Greats do things every single day that average people do occasionally. And if you just think about any work project, anything that you're doing, if you're going hard all the time and other people are half-assing it or going hard every once in a while, the level of commitment is very different. And as you think about the levels of commitment, if it's not 100, 100, you're going to have some challenges. And when it comes to communication, sometimes people shy away from that because they're not giving it their all and they know it and they see you growing, they see you pushing, they see you learning, they see you developing. But when it comes to what they're doing, they don't want to talk about that. And they shouldn't talk about it. They should just change their behavior. And sometimes it's, and I'm very mindful of this, sometimes it's like, you know, their passion somewhere else. And that's okay. But my thing is like, if you work with me, you work for me, you work alongside me, I work with you. There should be at least an eight hour period or hell, take six, where you completely lock in during the day and you're committed to doing a great job. Not just, oh, I showed up, I got my paycheck, but we live in a society right now where we talk about, we don't even talk about commitment. We see posts and they're getting a hundred and thousands and million likes on, if it doesn't make you happy, don't do it. But it, what? Struggle is part of the process. It helps you become the person that you want to be. If you don't commit to a process, if you don't commit to something that you're doing, you're going to quit every time something gets tough. And when you quit every time something gets tough, like what's the message you send to those that are watching you or what's the message you send to your kids? Are you telling your kids every time it gets tough, you're allowed to quit? No, you want to build resiliency. You want to build grit. You want to build character. You know, you want to build something within kids, within young adults, within older adults. Hell, that teaches and lets them see when you commit to something, there's going to be some vulnerability. There's going to be some quote unquote embarrassment. There's going to be some hurt. There's going to be some challenges, but that's what makes it worth it. Once you commit to something, you go through some of those embarrassments, you go through some of those losses. Now, you know, like, okay, I'm, I'm really about this. And I think that's always interesting in my line of work because 
I've had some of my peers and they don't work in the same, they don't work in talent acquisition, but even in my current company, I've had people say, I would never want your job. <laughs> cool, you don't have it. But for me, it's like, yeah, just the fact that it's challenging. Just the fact that like, I truly take pride in trying to be great at something that people don't even want to do. Because it's a level of commitment that I've decided like, okay, whatever I do, I'm going to do. People talk about, why do you golf so much? I'm committed. Like, I want to be really good at it. Why do you run so much? I'm committed. I want to be good at it. You know, it's it's those things like you, you got to commit. And I think for me, get vulnerable, right? For me, I never was committing to anything. Growing up, the only thing I committed to was basketball. That's it. And even with basketball, things didn't go my way in college and I quit. So once you see something that you're really passionate about or something that you really want and you quit, it creates one of two things. It either creates a habit of quitting or you realize like, dang, I messed up. My commitment level wasn't as high as what I thought it should have been. So then it's like, okay, don't let it happen again. Commit to it. So as you go through some of those tough tough challenges, remember why you started. Don't just think about how you feel. Think about why you started. And I think sometimes people forget why they started. You know, I literally, I I still got a a picture in my phone. I had a a race with my brother. We said RTHT. This is in 2010. Race to 100,000. So I started chasing it. Like I literally committed to it. Like, okay, I'm going to commit to this. How do I get to $100,000? Sweet. So that's what we started working towards. 2013, 2014, I don't know, something like that. Great, we hit it. We only bet we only bet a lunch. So it wasn't like we were betting something huge. So it's like if you're willing to commit, you gotta be willing to ask yourself, what are you willing to risk? How's that connect, Alonzo? You're talking about committing, what do you risk? Yeah, most people don't don't ask themselves that. And that's why, again, there's a, a sense of and a habit of failure. We don't think about the risk. Because as you start to commit to anything great, anything big, there's going to be a risk. And that risk is going to be something that's going to challenge your character. It's going to challenge your person. Let's get vulnerable, right? So think about me, my relationship right now. I've always been like, I don't want to say noncommittal, but I keep my relationships very low. It's not public opinion. It's not for everybody. It's for me. And I still feel like that. Like it's different for me now. And I'll tell you why later on. But I've always tried to like be behind the scenes. No one knows what's going on. And that starts to, to wear away at you. And it starts to create, I shouldn't say wear away. It didn't take away my energy or anything like that. But it creates bad habits. And as you start to identify those bad habits, you've got to start to say, okay, this is a habit. This is a trend. This is what I see. Now I need to change my behavior. I told you guys two or three weeks ago on my mirror, I do a lot of writing on glass or writing on mirrors or windows. Uh, some of you guys remember my apartment in Chicago where every my I lived in a high rise and every single one of my windows was covered in writing. Yeah, beautiful mind, right? <laughs> But even now, on my, on my mirror in my bathroom, I see it every single morning, multiple times. I see it before I go to bed. It says, identify poor behaviors and correct it. That's not something that happens immediately. You can try to make it happen immediately, but I understand, like, yep, as I try to fix and correct some of these poor behaviors, I'm going to have setbacks. But the bigger thing is, like, are you documenting your process, documenting your progress? 
I got a couple people on my team. I talk about that with them. And I actually, right beside my door, there's now there's two, but two big old poster boards. Those poster boards are months, right? And every single day, I document like what, what, what good happened, what bad happened. And then at the bottom of each day, it has either a red uh, dot, meaning it wasn't a good day, a yellow dot, meaning it was so-so, or it's green. You had a great day. I probably had four or five bad days in the month of August, 31 days. And some of that stuff is very controllable. It's your level of commitment. You know there's going to be challenges. You know there's going to be sacrifices. You know there's going to be vulnerabilities. You know there's going to be some failures. But how do you manage those failures? So I guess my point of today and the topic of commitment and being vulnerable and you know facing those failures and expecting some of those failures the point is just to talk you through, like, commit, like literally commit. It may be challenging. And with work, I know sometimes people don't want to commit because that fear of failure. You know, what if I give my all? And actually, this is life. What if I give my all and I don't, quote unquote, make it right? Because we make success look so easy. You think about athletes like LeBron James. We talk about all oh, he's gifted. He's the greatest natural. No, that dude works. There's no other NBA player that's played at his level for this long and been in this kind of shape. My man averages 27, 7, and 8, and we say he had a bad year. That's career. That, that's Hall of Fame numbers. What are we talking about? With life, it's the same thing with the, the people you see at work a lot of times. I'm not saying everybody at the top because everybody at the top, everybody at the top doesn't have good character. Everybody at the top didn't work to get to where they're at. You know, sometimes it's who you know. And don't get me wrong, you got to build those relationships, but that's that's a part of that's a part of commitment. But when you start thinking about those individuals that you look at and you're like, "Damn, they're working hard. There's a level of integrity. Trust is there. They're honest." Those are the people you need to get by. You need to understand like, how did you get to where you're at? How did you build your character? Not just, "Hey, give me the business idea." Because the thing is, and I talked about at the very beginning, it's not always about the end result or the specific accomplishment. It's about the person that you become going through those processes. And if you don't have any struggle, if you don't have any challenges, if you don't have any setbacks, if you don't have any failures as you go through your quote unquote process, how great can you really be? If they say iron sharpens iron and you terry cloth, you're going to struggle when you get in that real world. You're going to struggle when you meet challenges. You're going to consistently live the message of if it doesn't make you happy, go do something different. Guess what? You're not always going to be happy. There's no one that's always happy. You shouldn't always expect that. You should work to make yourself happy and understand that some parts of being happy come through misery, come through struggle, come through pain, come through failure. And just the fact of you being able to overcome and look back and say, wow, look where I grew from. Those are the things that are really going to bring you joy. Those are the things that you can pass down. Those are the things that you can instill in others. If you're skipping or changing every time something gets tough, you're not committed. You don't want to be great. You want it to be easy. The sad thing is ease and greatness, they don't go together. Hot and cold, it's opposite. If you want to be great, you got to put the work in. It's going to be challenging. It never, ever, ever gets easier. You just continuously get better if you're willing to commit. As always, I appreciate you listening to the podcast. I hope you all have a great day. It's September. we got about, what, four months left in the year. Review those goals that you set 
in the end of December, beginning of January and see where you're at. Make a push to complete as many as you can, not because you are actually completing them. That's not the goal. Remember, it's the person that you become while you're chasing those goals. It's the person you become while you're pursuing. So keep your goals in front of you. If there's one message I can give you for today is just commit, 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 commit. I know I didn't touch on faith here, but it's the exact same. I'll make this super brief. It's the same with faith. You got to commit to it. If you're not willing to commit, you're not going to reap the blessings. So make sure you're being very intentional about what you're doing and how you're doing it. Again, I appreciate you guys' time. Create a great day. Think about it.